bless you god bless you god bless you god bless you my god it is yet another moment another moment in the presence of the lord somebody you want to bless god you want to lift up your voice begin to bless the name of the lord and keep sharing the link just keep sharing keep sharing the lord has glorious truths for us tonight the lord wants to open our eyes onto so many things my god i want you to share the link just share the link to your friends share the link to your friends the lord will open our eyes on a lot of things and whatever he has purposed will surely be made manifest in the name of the lord jesus just keep sharing just keep sharing Because you are not a man that changes your mind, oh. Those that know you will trust in you, not in horses and chariots. By the arm of flesh, no man can prevail. No man, no man, no man, no man. My confidence is you. What is hard? What is hard for you? It's going to Oh, 
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Lift up your voice shortly. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Lift up your voice shortly. Begin to bless the name of the Lord. Father, we bless you. We exalt you. We give you all the praise and the glory. We honor you tonight. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Shenimo Kratizu Palidis Vetai. Shapa Barana Geshenge Gerinando Shai. Kapo Lemiatas. Father, we exalt you. We give you all the praise and the glory. We give you praise. We give you praise. Somebody lift up your voice, begin to honor the Lord, and keep sharing. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We give you praise and the glory. Shalabaya. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. My God, my God, my God. Somebody lift up your voice, begin to bless the Lord, begin to bless the Lord. Within a few minutes, we are zooming into the Word of God. My goodness, the hand of the Lord will manifest so strongly. Bless the Lord and keep sharing. Just keep sharing and bless the Lord. Lift up your voice and begin to thank God. Lift up your voice, begin to thank God. Father, we honor you, we give you praise. Shila Baradagatai Shabadabadebe Shadabradabagabadaba Jesus 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 Shidabadaba Thank you, Holy Spirit Thank you, Jesus My God. If all we have got is Jesus, then we have got something more than gold. My God. Jesus. By the time we are done with this evening's teaching, you will know the relevance of Jesus in the universe. Jesus is all we have. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Abadabalagata.
Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Alabronesinda balakatai. Sebo paratizos. Corondo shilamarides. Kedebelegetes. Shinabadagadaba. Belelebeshindobo. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we give you all the praise and the glory and the honor tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus. Almighty God, let your name alone be glorified. Let your name be praised forever. Thou art the mighty man of war. There is none that can be compared unto thee. It is yet another moment, O God, that your children, we have come before you, O Lord. Under your feet have we come, O Master. Teach us your ways in the name of the Lord Jesus. Show us the way of life in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. We pray, the Bible says that the entrance of thy word giveth light and it giveth understanding even unto the simple. We come before you, O God, as people that lack understanding. Teach us, O God, show us the way of light and life in the name of the Lord Jesus. Tonight we come before you, O Lord, we ask that let the power in your word break every hardened heart in the name of the Lord Jesus. We know and we believe that your word is already anointed. Therefore, God, let the anointing in your word transform our souls in Jesus' precious mighty name. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. That you will show us deeper things even in your word. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Anything that will rise against your word tonight. We speak by the authority and even by the power of the Holy Ghost. Let that thing be abased in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. And let your word gain preeminence. Even that your name alone will be glorified. Thank you for the testimonies that you have even given as a result of tonight's word. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. My God, I want to welcome all of you once again to this evening's meeting. It's going to be an awesome time in the Word of God. And I believe strongly that the hand of the Lord will come upon you and the Lord will transform your life and change your destiny forever in Jesus' precious mighty name. Please stay glued to your phone, get your notebooks and your pens ready, get your Korans also ready. The Lord is about to dive us even into dimensions of his word and even into deeper understanding of his word. In the name of the Lord Jesus, get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. And that way God has purposed you to know, surely he will let it come into your hands in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Brood over us, sweet Holy Spirit of God, and let understanding come even to your people. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right, we bless God. We bless God. We bless God. We give God all the praise for tonight. Um, I think yesterday we had um, some one or two talks about, there was a time of questions and answers. We did some talks about um the rapture we also said some few things about islam and um i decided that by the special grace of god 
tonight I'm going to lay a short foundation. Honestly, tonight is just the foundation. So permit me, tonight is just the foundation. And when you come to know the foundation, then you know that there are deeper things to know. So tonight is going to be the foundations. That's why I said, get your notebooks and your pens ready. God bless you, my son. The prophet George Kojo Imprim. God bless you. God bless you. You've been an amazing son. God bless you. God bless you, Kobe Chris. God bless you and increase you in the name of the Lord Jesus. All right, get ready, get ready, get ready. And I'm going to start by the special grace of God. I'm going to break things down one by one, one by one, one by one. So please get ready, get ready to write things down. Get ready. The Lord is going to open our eyes on a lot of stuff. And surely many scriptures will now, you know, become clear even to our eyes and to our hearts as well. Hallelujah. And what God has purposed will surely come to pass in Jesus' name. Amen. All right. So let me just, um, the theme or the title for this message, let me make it broad. Because if I try to um, narrow it to one point, um, it will not help. So the theme or the title for this message is going to be Secrets of the Dark World. Secrets of the Dark World against the Kingdom of Light. Secrets of the Dark World against the Kingdom of Light. Secrets. Of the dark world against the kingdom of light. Secrets of the dark world against the kingdom of light. Now, Paul made a statement and he said, Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, Paul said, For we are not ignorant of the devil's devices, lest Satan, he will get advantage over us. We are not ignorant of his devices. When you read the ISV, the ISV says that, So that we may not be outsmarted by Satan. We may not be outsmarted. So the devil should not outsmart us. So Paul says, so that we may not be outsmarted by Satan. After all, we are not unaware of his intentions. My God. We are not unaware of his intentions. So get this. The devil has intentions. And these intentions of the devil, if you are not aware of them, if you are ignorant of them the devil will outsmart you he will get an advantage over your life so you need to be aware you need to know are you all with me basic bible english said so that satan may not get the better of us for we are not without knowledge of his designs Oh my God. We are not without knowledge. So the devil has designs. This is why the Bible said that no weapon that is formed or fashioned 
So the devil will sit down, take time to form and fashion weapons against you. But the Bible says that when these weapons are formed and fashioned, you, you shall bring that weapon in judgment and destroy it. So you need to understand the ways and means that the devil will always pass in order to form something that is against us. So you see, these forms and the fastenings of the evil one, it, they, are, they are secrets of the dark world. They are secrets. And these secrets must be known. If you don't know, Paul said, the enemy will get advantage over you. So the Bible says that 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 11, Paul said that we are not ignorant of the, the devil's devices, lest Satan will get advantage over us. So get this, Satan has devices. He has designs. And he has intentions against the people of God. And now Paul said, those designs, intentions, we should not be ignorant of them. We should know. If we don't know the devil, he will get advantage over us. So now the question is, what are the intentions? What are the designs? What actually are the plots and the plans of the enemy? Now, if he has intentions, if he has designs, if he has plots and plans, who, which people are these plots and plans of the enemy against? The people that the enemy want to get advantage over, they are the people that his intentions are against, which we are. So we need to know the intentions of the enemy. Now, follow me. Let me start breaking things down for you to understand. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Now, one of the things that we need to know and understand about God is that God, the one that made the universe, His name is not God. God is not the name of God. In fact, God is not a name. Once you miss that, you have missed something great. The name of God is not God. God, the God that we serve, he has a name. And his name is not Jesus. <laughs> Somebody's already getting confused. The name of God is not God. So then, what is the name of God? Because, let me speak to you. Have you realized that anytime God meets a man or God has an encounter 
with a man in the scriptures. There is one thing most of the times God will do to that man. The first thing is that God will change the man's name. Have you realized that? God met Abraham, he changed his name to Abraham. Jacob, he changed his name. He changed his name to Israel. Saul, he changed his name to Paul. Anytime God meets, somebody said tetragrammaton. Tetragrammaton is a term, it is not a name. It is a term, it is not a name. I will let you understand why I said it is a term. Good. Good. So take your, take your time. Let me start breaking things down. Because many of us, we rush into something that we do not really understand. Because let me tell you, when you go to the dark world, there is tetragrammaton as well. I'm telling you the gospel truth. <laughs> and that is what tonight we are going to talk about. Tetragrammaton is a broad term. It's a term that is so broad. And I want you to follow me gradually. If you're a believer, pa, and what I'm saying, you don't know. I don't know the kind of believer you are. It means you are not wait, you are you are not waiting. I'm telling you. Because these things I'm talking about. They are the reason why man is suffering. They are the reason why the devil is fighting human beings. That is the main reason. And if you don't have understanding into these things, it's a very, very, very sad thing on your side. So follow me carefully. Now, so God, the creator of the universe, he has a name. And let me tell you, God is known to his creatures based on their relationship with him god is known to his creation based on what what on the relationship what god has created has with god so the trees know god at a certain point the river bodies and the water bodies they know god at a certain point Everything has a knowledge of God. But all the things in the world that God created, all of them differ in glory. So God made all things in ranks of glories. So follow me carefully. So everything has a level of glory. And that glory, it is actually God himself that gave that thing he has created a part of his glory. So now, all the things that God has created, he gives portion of his glory in percentage and measure onto what he has created. So trees have certain dimension of God's glory. There is a dimension of God if you want to understand, you can only understand that in trees. There is a dimension of God if you want to know and understand, you can only understand that in rivers. 
There is a, everything God has made in this world, in his universe, has a dimension of God's glory it reveals. But among all the things that God has created, it is only man that has the highest glory of God that it reveals. The only entity that reveals God's glory in a higher dimension is man. Not even angels. Not even cherubim and seraphim. Are you following? I know you are writing, but at least when I ask questions, can kindly answer me uh-huh, so that you can give me morale to continue. Beautiful, beautiful. Hmm. Tonight, Abigu Uku Akatimo The devil is already in trouble. All right. So now, man. Is the only entity amongst God's creation that can reveal God in his highest glory. So apart from God in his highest glory, once you put God aside, the next thing that can carry the highest glory of God is man. And now, let me bring you to the place of glory. Let me bring you to the place of glory for you to really understand what when we say glory you understand it proper from different dimensions now the word of god said thank you holy spirit isaiah chapter 42 verse 8 this is one of the scriptures that my mom loves so much in fact, she's the one that taught me this scripture. My mother. Isaiah chapter 42, verse 8. Now, the Bible says, listen to this carefully. Listen to this. I am the Lord. That is my name. That is God speaking. He said, I am the Lord. Isaiah 42, verse 8. 42, verse 8. I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. Mm. Look, look at that scripture. He said, I am the Lord. That is my name. So now God is speaking. So he said, I am the Lord. That is so the the, the name actually is the Lord. When you look at it from the English perspective. But when you look at it from the Hebrew perspective, it is the word that we will say, Yahweh. It is the word we will say, Yahweh. And he said, I am Yahweh. That is my name. And the next thing he said is that I will not give my glory to another. So what is the link between Yahweh and glory? 
What is the link between the name of God and glory? God's name is his glory. And look at what he said. He said, I will neither give my praise to graven images. I will not give my praise to graven images. Why? Because he has already made a being that is in his image and likeness. And that being he has made in his image is the one that is supposed to receive his glory and manifest his glory. Any other thing apart from man that receives praise, even man is supposed to receive praise to a certain limit. Are you all following? He said, I am the Lord, I am Yahweh. That is my name. So the name of God is not God. The name of God actually is Yahweh. And that word Yahweh actually is not the original name. The original name of God, there is a reason I'm saying it's not the original name. This is because when you are looking at God's name, It is actually from the Hebrew perspective because God spoke all these words in Hebrew. And in Hebrew, the Hebrew alphabets, they don't have vowels. Now, when we did English, vowels are, we have five vowels or so. A, I, E, O, and U, right? Good. Now, the rest are called consonants. So we have K, L, M, N, K, O, R, and all those kind of things. It will be very difficult for you to mention any name without having any of these vowels in the names. Do you know that? Good. So now we have an, a name, let's say a name like K, L, M, M N K O. How will you pronounce it? K L M N K O. How will you pronounce it? Good. Because the pronunciation will be very difficult, that is why they added. So the name of God actually is taken out of four main Hebrew letters. Four main Hebrew letters. Hebrew alphabets. Four main Hebrew alphabets. And maybe one of these is we will study Hebrew for you to understand. Four main Hebrew alphabets. The first one is called Yod. 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 Y-O-D. Yod. The second alphabet is called He. He. H-E-Y. It is actually H-E-I, not Y. H-E-I. H-E-I. Then Vav. V-A-V. V-A-V. Vav. Vav. Yod. Hey. Vav. And the last alphabet is the same Hey. H-E-I. 
Exactly. So looking at that, the name of God actually is Yod He Vav He. But when you say Yod He Vav He, it is the same as you have said A B C D. It is not a name. It is alphabet you have just said. So how can you bring out God's name from this? So because of that, and how sacred the name of God was, and for pronunciation's sake, they added certain vowels to it so that they could mention it. So with yod hey vav hey, they will pick the first letter, which is the Y. Then they will add A to it, which is A. Then they will add H. H. The H is actually from the He. I'm trying to break the name of God down in the simplest form. Because I have a message on that and it's very broad. I, I, I don't want to talk about that one. Good. So now, they first pick the Y from Yod. And the H from He. But before they brought the H from He, they added a vowel so that they could mention it. So Y-A-H, which is Yod and He. Then they picked Vav. Vav. V. Then they brought another vowel, which is E. And they added the last Hey, which is H. So now looking at the thing very well, the name actually is Yahweh, not Yahweh. Are you really getting the picture? Good. So now, anytime you are reading your Bible and you see the word Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, and capital D, Lord, it is actually the, the word Yahweh. And that name was is so sacred among the Jews. They were not just, they couldn't just mention it. So before a man could say Yahweh, the man must go and cleanse himself seven times wash himself seven times before he comes to mention or write it now when you read the book of exodus chapter 6 verse 3 exodus chapter 6 verse 3 there is something god said exodus chapter 6 verse 3 now this was when Moses and the people were about to leave. The, they were about to leave Israel, um, Egypt, which was the land of slavery. They were about to leave that place to the promised land. Now, listen to what God said. Exodus chapter 6, verse 3. God said, And I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac and unto Jacob by my name God Almighty. And that word God Almighty is the word is the name 
is the name Elohim. 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 It is actually the word, sorry, Shaddai. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. El Shaddai. So God said, I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name El Shaddai. Now listen to what he said again. He said, But by my name, look at what he said. I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, unto Jacob by the name. By the name. God Almighty. But by my name. Are you getting the picture here? The first one he said the name. But the second one he said my name. Good. That is to tell you that it is actually the second one that is his name. Said, I appeared unto Abraham, unto Isaac, and unto Jacob by the name of God Almighty, but by my name, Jehovah, which actually is Yahweh. Jehovah is just the English rendition of Yahweh. Said, but my name, Jehovah, was I not known to them. So, Abraham. Isaac and Jacob did not really know God in the deepest dimension of Yahweh. Hmm. Is somebody following? Good. So now, with this understanding that the name of God actually is Yahweh, what actually is the meaning of Yahweh? What actually is the meaning of Yahweh? Now, when you break these words down, Yod He Vav He, the first word Yod, Are you on with me, please? All right, good. The first word, Yod. Now, the first word, Yod, actually is speaking. It is actually the tenth, the tenth alphabet of the Hebrew alphabet. It is the tenth alphabet of the Hebrew alphabet. Now, what does Yod actually mean? Picking from the Hebrew perspective, 
I wish I could teach this with、um, the original so that you could actually see how everything looks like. Saying it this way might not really help. Oh God. Okay, no problem. You let me just go straight to the point. The word yon actually means a hand. A hand. A hand. Ensa, hand. And the word he is the word, it means life. Life. And the word vav means hook. Hook. Hook and I, hook, hook. And another he means life. So now, what does Yahweh mean? Yahweh actually means that the hand of life that hooks onto every life, the hand of life. That hooks on to every life. The hand of life that hooks on to every life. What does it mean that the hand of life that hooks on to every life? Everything God has made is living. Everything, and I've said this everything God has made has life. There is a hand of life. That actually gives every life a life. And that hand of life that hooks onto every life is Yahweh. Is somebody getting the picture? That is the simplest definition I can give. If I try to go into details, I will switch from my message and deviate. So just get this good. Now, with this, let us understand what God said again. In the book of Isaiah, chapter 42, verse 8, God said, God, He said, The Lord is my name, and I will not share my glory with any man, with another. The name of God is His glory. And the reason why God made everything in this world, the reason why God even made the universe, is for His own glory. God made the universe for his glory. And the name of God actually reveals and depicts God's glory. That is to tell you anything that rises against God and won't really attack God seriously will not just attack God at a smaller pace, but that thing will attack God at the, at the realm of his name, which is his glory. Are you getting the picture here? If your hair is your glory and I want to attack you at a higher pace, I will not attack your feet, I will attack your hair. So, the greatest attack of the devil against God actually is against the name of God, which is the glory of God. Now, if we have understood that, 
Let us go into the scriptures. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10. We are now starting. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10 and 11. Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10 and 11. Let us know and understand how the name of God actually is like. Proverbs chapter 10, chapter 18, verse 10 and 11. The Bible said, The name of the Lord, the name of the Lord, which, which we just talked about, Yahweh. So, Proverbs chapter 18, verse 10 is saying that Yahweh is a strong tower. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is safe. So Yahweh is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and is safe. Now Yahweh is God's original name. That is God's glory. The highest thing around God, about God, of God is his name. And this name actually is what God gave to Jesus when he fulfilled his assignment. God did not change Jesus to Yahweh, but the power and the life that is hidden in Yahweh, everything inside Yahweh is what God added to Jesus. Follow me. So now, the name of God which is Yahweh, is a strong tower. And now we all know what tower is about. When we say tower, you understand. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and are safe. Verse 11 said, Verse 11 said, The rich man's wealth is his strong city. The rich man's wealth is his strong city. And as an high wall in his own conceit. Now, any place that you hear and see the word tower, there is a city. Write it down. Towers always move with cities. Towers always move with cities. So when you go to heaven, the Bible speaks of the fact that there is a, a city in heaven called the New Jerusalem. And this New Jerusalem, that is where the name of God is. And when we speak of the name of God, we are actually speaking of the tower. So there is a city in heaven and there is a tower in it, which is God's name. So wherever you hear tower, there is a city. And the fortification and the strength actually of the city is the tower. What makes the city strong is the tower. Are you all following? Good. Good. Now, so get that. All of a sudden, God made people on the earth. And the Bible says that the time came, all the people on this earth had one language and one speech. In the book of Genesis chapter 11, all the people 
all the people on the surface of the earth had one language and one speech. The Bible said, and the whole earth, Genesis chapter 11, verse 1, and the whole earth was of one language and of one speech. And it came to pass as they journeyed from the east, and they found a place in the land of Shena. And they dwelt there. And they said one to another, Let us make brick and bend them thoroughly. And they had brick for stone, and slime they had also for mortar. Verse 4, the Bible said, And they said, Let us build us a city and a tower. Mm. What were these people trying to do? They said, Let us build as a city and a tower whose top and I'll read this from a different version for you to understand whose top may reach may reach unto heaven I'll explain that it is not really that they are building for like long thing for you to enter heaven no, it has a very powerful meaning and I'm going to teach you that so follow me carefully so they said they were going to build a tower and the city and the Bible they said so that we can get a name for ourselves a name why is it that they made mention of tower and the city and they said they would after building the tower and the city they will get a name for themselves why because Proverbs 18 verse 10 has already said the name of the Lord is a strong tower so these people what they were trying to do was that they were trying to attack God's name and his glory this was the agenda of the evil one the greatest attack of this thing is not they are building a tower keke. no and if you I'm going to break a lot of things down for you to really see and understand this tower very well then you will know the devil doesn't want you to listen to this message but he's a liar he's a liar hmm. some of you your eyes are really going to be open tonight and you understand certain things in the scriptures the bible said they, were, they said they were going to build a tower and a city so that they would get a name for themselves because they know the name of the lord is a strong tower So what were they trying to do? Listen, it is the name of God that is the secret of the universe. It is actually what gives life to everything in this universe. So trying to attack that name means you are trying to mimic the power that can lay hold of the entire universe. So that you can rule over the universe. This is what the devil wanted men to do. Now listen, the moment they started doing that, the Bible said God himself came down. God himself. Verse 5, the Bible said, And the Lord came down to see the city and the tower which the people were building. Verse 6, and the Bible said, And the Lord said, Behold, the people is one. And what they have they have one language and this thing that they have begun to do nothing will stop them 
nothing can stop them from doing what they have imagined to do. Because God realized that this is the highest attack that any other entity can launch against God. Don't see it just as a normal thing that you, you, we, are just, we have been reading. Hey, and I'm going to break things down for you to understand things clearly. The highest attack that the devil was launching against God was that he was building, causing men to build a tower and a city to get a name for themselves. A name. What name was that? What name was that? They were mimicking God's name, which is Yahweh, upon themselves. And God himself came down. And what God did was that the Bible said he confounded their language. So that they, they got confused. And that they could not build the tower. And that... So the Bible said, God, and God said, let us go down and confound their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from thence upon the face of the earth and they left off to build the city. Therefore is the name of it called Babel because the Lord did there confound the language of all the earth. And from thence did the Lord scatter them abroad upon the face of the earth. Now, so, that place, the city and the tower, God, that place was called Babel. Because God confounded their language. And the word Babel means confusion. Confusion. Babel. And Babel actually is the root word for Babylon. 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 Babylon is not a Rastafarian term for enemies. Babylon is a mystery. If you meet the Rastafarians, ask them, why do you always say Babylon to enemies? They will tell you. They will tell you. Nabala Gatabasa. Follow me. Now, right now, God has confounded the language of the people. Hmm, we are coming somewhere. Now, let me show you something. In the times of old, in the times of old, most of the cities and nations, they will build a tower. And that tower, at the topmost part of the tower, they will put the God that they are serving in that city, they will put the image of that God at the topmost part of the tower. They will put the image of the God they are worshipping at the topmost part of the tower. Are you following?
all with me, please? I want to know if you are with me. Great, great, great. Now, so in the times of old, in nations and in cities, when they build the city, they will build a tower. And when we say tower, you understand. A long building. And the God of that city, the God that the whole people are worshipping, they will put the image of that God. At the topmost part of the tower. And that is to tell you that the power of their God will sustain the city. So the length and the height, the height actually, the height of every city's tower determines the strength of the city. The height. That is why the people said, We want to build the tower. Who stopped may reach to the heavens? Not that they are building a tower for you to enter heaven. No. They were speaking of something heavy. When you read the ISV, the ISV said, Then they said, Come on, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its summit in the heavens. <laughs> with its summit in the heavens. With its summit in the heavens. Another version said, Let us build a city and a tower with its top in the heavens. With its top in the heavens. So the topmost part of the tower will be in the heavens. Not that they are building a tower for you to enter heaven. I don't know if, if somebody is getting the point I'm making. It is like this. It is like this. Um, I'm trying to get an example for you to be simple and clear for you. It is like this. The foundation of a building and the roof of the building. So the foundation actually will be the tower and the roof of the building will be where its power source is. Are you getting the picture? So what they were trying to say is that we are building a tower whose power will be found in the heavens. And when they speak of the heavens, they are actually speaking of something. Not heaven where God's throne is. And I'll break things down for you to understand that heavens. Because the Bible said in the book of Genesis, the Bible said that in the book of Genesis chapter 1, verse 14 downwards, the word of God said that when God made the heavens and the earth, when he made heaven and earth, God actually made a firmament. A firmament in the middle of the waters that covered the, 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 the earth. God made a firmament. And that word firmament is called sky, the sky. And when God made that, he actually called that firmament heaven. God called the firmament heaven. That is why sometimes somebody can say, lift your hands to the heavens and you can lift up your hand. 
It is not that you are living, that is not where God is, God's throne is. Many, many of you think that heaven is on top in the clouds. No. In the clouds, actually, we, that place was called heaven by God. That does not mean that is where God's throne is. Is somebody getting the picture? There are basic things you need to understand so that you don't remain a confused believer. All right, now let's move on. So now, these people built, they were building a tower and a city whose power source will be from the heavens, the summit, the power, the power source of that city, of that tower would actually be found in the heavens. That is what the people said they were going to do. And God came to confound their language. From that time, that place was called Babel, which means confusion. And we know Babel, it is from Babel that Babylon came out of. And we will understand Babylon as we keep um, progressing. Good. Now, let, let's follow me at this point. In the times of old, when they are building a city, the first thing they, they used to build was a tower. Because the tower was now going to be, that is why most of the times, eh, when God appears to a man and he speaks to the man and God leaves, the man will quickly build an altar. Have you realized that? Have you checked the scriptures to see that? Anytime God visits a man and God leaves, the man will instantly build an altar. And the altar has a name. And the altar actually is on the altar is actually where the God or the power of that person is found. So the people they had a city that they were building and they built a tower for the tower to become the power source of the city. Now, let me ask you some few questions. Hmm. Which people love to build towers? In their cities, which people power love to build towers in their cities. When you go to the cities of these kind of people, everywhere you go, tower, 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 long towers. Hmm. <laughs> I'm I'm getting your points. Have Ziba said the Islamic countries on point? On point. And the issue, the question is, why do they? It looks like they can't they can't stay at any place without building a tower. Why do they build that tower? 
And in ancient times, when a tower is built, at the, the topmost part of the tower carried the power source of that tower. And in the ancient times, they would bring the image of the God of that city at the topmost part of that tower. And when you look at the towers that are built by Islamic countries, at the topmost part of the tower, you have a half moon sign with a star. Haven't you seen that? So the question is, what is the meaning of that one? What is the meaning of that half moon with that star in the middle? There are many people who are Muslim, they don't even know. They don't even know. I said, at the topmost part of every tower in the ancient times, they put the image of the God they are worshipping at that place. So if Muslims have their tower, the topmost part of the tower, if the topmost part of their tower is actually a half moon with a star, then this thing actually is speaking of the kind of God these people are worshipping. Mm-hmm. We are getting there. Hmm. Okay. Let's break things down further. Follow me. Now, let me speak a little bit on this matter. God called a man by name Abraham from a place called Ur of the Chaldeans. Others will say you are, but it is Ur of the Chaldeans. Now, if you have, if you have the strong numbers, if you have the strong numbers in your Bible, like my sword Bible, Genesis chapter 11. Genesis chapter 11, verse 31. We are just reading that one and I'm, going to, I'm just showing you something. Genesis chapter 11, verse 31. The Bible said, And Terah took Abram his son, and Lot the son of Haran, his son's son, and Sarai his daughter-in-law, his son Abram's wife, and they went forth with them from Ur or Ur. Now check the word Ur. When you check the word Ur in the Hebrew, it is the word flame. 
And it means that it is actually a city in the southern Babylonia. <laughs> a city in the southern part of Babylon. City of the Chaldeans, center of moon worship. So it was a place where the people worshipped the moon. And the Bible said it was the southern part of Babylon. What is Babylon? Babylon is actually Babel, where God confounded the languages of the people. Is somebody following the, the whole thing? That is to tell you that Babel was actually a moon worship city. So the tower that they were, the people were building that God confounded their language, they said that that tower was going to have its power, its power source from the heavens. And we know that the heavens from, this, from that scripture is actually the sky where the moon and the stars can be found. Hey, Mobadakatakapas. So God called Abraham from that place and said to him in Genesis chapter 12 verse 1, Now the Lord had said unto Abraham, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless you and curse them that curses you. And in you shall all families of the earth be blessed. This is what God said to Abraham. Get away from the city of the moon worship and go to a place. So Abraham himself actually was coming from a place where they used to, they used to worship the goddess of the moon. That is why God said, get out of that place to a land that I will show you. So once Abraham had left that place, get this, he had left a place where he used to worship the moon because he was 75 years at that place. He used to worship the moon. Abraham was a moon goddess worshiper. And God called him out of that place. And he believed God. Now, when he believed God, God told him that I am going to cause you to become the father of nations. By that time, the man had no son. And he said, hey, God, I don't have any son. How can I become the father of all nations? The Lord said, just believe. He believed God. And the Bible said it was accounted to him as righteousness. Now, along the line, Abraham had waited on God and still... He was not giving birth. And his wife Sarai said to him, Why don't you go into my servant, my maid servant, Hagar? Maybe she can give birth to a child for you. And the Bible said, Hagar was a slave of Sarah and she was from Egypt. Follow me carefully. Hagar was from Egypt. 
and she was a slave to Sarah. So Abraham went to sleep with Hagar, and Hagar gave birth to a son, and the name of the son of Hagar was Ishmael. Now follow me carefully. And when Hagar gave birth to Ishmael, the Bible said, After Hagar gave birth to Ishmael, the Bible said, God visited Abraham and said to Sarai, A year by this time you will also conceive and give birth. And Sarai also gave birth. God bless you, Gloria. God bless you. That's powerful. So now, Abraham Abraham has gone out of God's plans and he has now entered into another place to, to bring forth a son that God never promised him. And understand that Hagar, the one Abraham slept with, for Ishmael to be born, this lady was from Egypt. Now, after Ishmael was born, Sarah also gave birth to a son and called his name Isaac. And the Bible said that from that time, Ishmael started mocking at Isaac. And that word mocking there is not just mockery. Keke. Hmm. It is not just the, he's laughing, he's laughing. No, 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 no. 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 There was a strong conflict between Ishmael and Isaac. Because of that, Sarah went to Abraham, her husband, and said, Honey, what is going on? It is better for you to sack. Now, you see, when Abraham went to sleep with Hagar for Ishmael to be born, God never said any word about it. But when Ishmael was born and Sarah also gave birth to Isaac, when Ishmael was now mocking and tormenting Isaac's life, Sarah went to Abraham and said to Abraham that sack Hagar and the child. And this time around, God came to speak to Abraham and said, listen to what your wife has said. So God himself knew that if Isaac stays together with Ishmael, Troubles will come. So Abraham gave bread and water. Follow me carefully. Abraham gave bread and water to Hagar and the baby, which is Ishmael, and caused them to leave. Now get that. Abraham has already been a moon goddess worshipper. Now, when Hagar and the child left. They got to a place where the water got finished. And they didn't know what to do. And Hagar left Ishmael somewhere. 
and stayed somewhere and was crying, waiting for the child to die. And the Bible said, whilst Hagar was crying, an angel of the Lord appeared. And the angel said to Hagar that I have heard the cry of the child. It was Hagar that was crying, but the angel heard the, the, the cry of the child. And the angel said to her, go to this side, you get water to drink. And the angel said, from that time, the child's name is Ishmael, which means God will hear. Follow me carefully. Now, after everything, Hagar decided to go back to her town, which is Egypt. And at that time, when Hagar went there, all the Egyptians were worshipping a god by name La. L-A-H. La. L-A-H. La. And the La actually is, was the goddess of the moon in Egypt. The goddess of the moon in Egypt. The goddess of the moon in Egypt. So now what is, what is, what is going on here? Abraham was already a moon goddess worshipper. And now his son has entered back into moon worship. Then the Bible says that the child Ishmael began to grow. He grew and he became a mighty man. And he gave birth to 12 sons. <laughs> he gave birth to 12 sons. And all the 12 sons became the 12 provinces. We will go deep into that one. Follow me. By the time that Ishmael was giving birth to 12 sons, it was now that Isaac was going to give birth to a Jacob for Jacob to give birth to the 12 sons, the 12 tribes of Israel. Why is it that it looks like whatever that is concerning Ishmael also concerns Isaac. Ishmael gave birth to 12 sons before Jacob was born. And Jacob now also gave birth to 12 sons. That means that Ishmael is is grown in age and in people even more than Israel. Are you getting the picture? Because when Ishmael was having 12 sons, it was at that time that Isaac had only Jacob that could divide into 12 sons. Is somebody following? I'm just breaking things down for you to understand. Now, Ishmael and his mother has gone back to Egypt. The Bible said they dwelled in a place in the wilderness called Paran. And Paran is now the place called Arabia, Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. They stayed in that place. And according to Islam, according to Islam, 
when Hagar and Ishmael got to the land of Paran, the angel appeared. By then, the water was finished. And Hagar asked the angel, how are we going to get water? And the angel said to Hagar, use your finger to scratch the ground. Water will come out of the ground. You can drink it and give some to the child. So when you go to Saudi Arabia, there is a place in Mecca where you can see the fingerprints of Hagar. Where water is always coming from that place. And they call that water Zam Zam water. And anybody that goes on a pilgrimage to Mecca must at least bring some of the water home. And that water works miracles. <laughs> Follow me, oh. The Zamzam water. Hey, Mendico La Paris. Now, so the goddess of the moon. In Israel was in Egypt was called La. And the word Al A L means the the man, the woman, the car, the book. So when you add A L to L A H, what does it mean? It is it makes the, the word Allah. And the word Allah means combining the two means the moon goddess. Or the moon god. Let's take it that way. The moon god. So Allah actually is the moon god. Not the creator of the universe. Not our god. Not our god. That is why when you look at the topmost part of the tower that they have built. You see the moon. And and I'm going to explain the moon and the star. And connect it to 666 for you to understand. That is when you will know the highest secret that the devil has released against God actually is Islam. And Islam is called Babylon. 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 Babylon is a mystery. The Bible calls it the mystery Babylon, the great the great mystery but you don't know and i'm going to break things down get your qurans ready get your qurans ready we are going to zoom into the quran now let us break things down small allah and the christian god are they the same Allah and the Christian God are they the same? Allah and the Christian God are they the same? Allah and the Christian God are they the same? (laughs) 
Let me start breaking things down for you to understand. Get your Qurans ready. Quran chapter 4, verse 171. Quran chapter 4, verse 171. Quran chapter 4 is called An Nisa. An Nisa. An Nisa. Quran chapter 4, verse 171. According to the Quran, now we believers, we believe. John 3 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. His only begotten son. So according to Christianity, According to Christianity, our God has a son. Our God has a son. But when you read Quran chapter 4, verse 171, listen to what the Muslims are also saying. The Quran says, All people of the scripture, I don't know if somebody can post it here so that those who don't have can, can read. Okay. He said, All people of the scripture, and that scripture is referring to the Quran. All people of the scripture, do not commit excess in your religion or say about Allah except the truth. The Messiah Jesus, the son of Mary, was but a messenger of Allah and his word, which he directed to Mary and a soul created at a command from him. So believe in Allah and his messengers and do not say Trinity. <laughs> do not say Trinity. Desist, it is better for you. Indeed, Allah is but one, but one God. Exalted is he above having a son. Good. Says. All people of the scripture do not go beyond the limits, the limits in the matter of your religion, nor say anything regarding Allah except that which is perfectly true. The Messiah Jesus, son of Mary, was only a messenger of Allah. And his word, which and his word, which he com- communicated to Mary, and a mercy from him. Believe therefore in Allah and in all his messengers, and do not say there are three gods. <laughs> refrain, refrain, it is better for you. He said, Allah is but one God, He is highly exalted beyond having a son. So, according to the Quran, the Quran says that do not say Trinity. And also, do not say that God has three, has a son. So, now listen to this. 
we Christians, we believe in the Trinity. We believe that God manifests himself in three dimensions. We do not say there are three gods. We believe that God manifests himself in three dimensions. As the Father, as the Word, or the Son, and the Spirit. But Islam is saying that Allah is one. And there is no other dimension of Allah again. There is nothing like Trinity. And also, Allah does not have a son. So just this scripture alone should tell you that Allah is different from the Christian's God. Our God. Can't you get it? Just this scripture alone. How can we all worship the same God and one is one says I have a son and the other one is a A. In another religion, the same God, I am highly exalted beyond having a son. What kind of God is that? Don't let anybody deceive you. The greatest deception any man can ever enter into is for him to think that Christians and Muslims are worshipping the same God. It is a lie. Why don't Christians also build churches and use half moon sign and the star? Hmm. Hmm. Are you following? God bless you, Covenant. This scripture alone should let you know that there is a conflict between the two. The two. So the God of the Muslims is not the God of Christians. We believe for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. So the son of God came to die. Unto us a child is born and a son is given. And in fact our faith is in the son of God and his resurrection. But is Islam don't believe that. They don't believe that. They believe that Jesus was just a messenger. And they call him Isa and Nabi Isa. And Nabi Isa means the prophet Jesus. So they call him the prophet. Let me explain why they call him the prophet. There are many prophets that have come in Islam. Many prophets. And I told you that Ishmael had 12 sons. Ishmael had 12 sons. Genesis chapter 25 verse 16, the Bible said, These are the sons of Ishmael, and these are their names, by their towns, and by their castles. Twelve princes according to their nations. Twelve princes according to their nations. Genesis 25 verse 16. So Ishmael actually had twelve sons, and these twelve sons had nations. So they were nations on their own. Twelve strong nations who are actually descendants of Ishmael and they have castles as well and when you check castles you know that there are towers now all these 12 nations of the 12 sons or the 12 princes of Ishmael they all knew about Allah 
But they had different mindsets. The same way we say in Christianity, the Jehovah's Witnesses people have certain kinds of belief. And these people have certain kinds of belief, but we are all Christians. It is the same way. There was division among the 12 sons and the 12 princes of Ishmael with regards to Allah. So prophets were sent, messengers were sent by Allah. To, according to Islam, 12 messengers were sent by Allah to bring all these 12 princes together for them to know that they are all serving one God so that they all can come under one language, they all can come under one faith and this and this and that. But anytime a messenger is sent, they kill the messenger. And those messengers were called prophets. And according to Islam, they see Jesus to be one of the messengers that was sent to bring all the 12 princes of Islam together as one. But even Jesus, Krampono, when they were about to, they said Jesus, they were about to kill him. And Allah took Jesus to heaven. So as for Jesus, Jesus did not die. But after Jesus was taken by Allah, then Muhammad came. And Muhammad became the last prophet. He was the one that succeeded in bringing all the, the 12 princes of Ishmael together as one. So now, according to Islam, Muhammad is greater than Jesus. <laughs> ah, this thing funny me. You let me, you let me, let me, I don't want to use religion here. Follow me, we are about to hit some dimensions. Get your Qur'ans ready. Now, according to Islam, if anybody, if anybody who is a Muslim become a friend of somebody who is a Christian or a Jew, that Muslim must be killed or that Muslim must be sacked or disowned. So open your Quran. Quran chapter 9 verse 23. Quran chapter 9 verse 23. Quran chapter 9. At Tauba, verse twenty-three. Hey, Quran chapter nine, verse twenty-three says, "Oh, you who have believed, he's talking about believers of Allah who are Muslims. Do not take your fathers or your brothers as friends." If they have preferred disbelief over belief, and whosoever does so among you, then it is those who are the wrongdoers. So the Quran says, if you're a Muslim, 
don't take another Muslim as a brother if they have decided to leave Islam. So there are many people who have left Islam and their families are looking for them to kill them. Because according to that, if you leave Islam and your family finds you and they kill you, Allah will bless your family for killing you. Hmm. Hey! And all these people they are saying Islam means peace. Which peace? Which peace is that? And according to Islam, Islam calls everybody that is not an, a Muslim a pig. Pig, pig, pig. Preku. According to Islam, if you are not a Muslim, you are a pig. Hey, Madabore Nikostaya. So, according to Islam, we are all pigs. Are we pigs? <laughs> hey, Holy Ghost. to do something very quick now let's try and decipher something here the people said they were building the tower so that its power would be at the top which is the heavens now when you look into the heavens what you see you see the, the sun the moon and the and the and the stars and I, during our teaching, actually on decoding your destiny, I laid a foundation about these stars that are close to the earth. We have 12 constellations. And when we say a constellation, a group of stars that have a particular shape with a name fulfilling a particular purpose. How many of us remember that? How many of us remember that? Good. Good. Now, and I said, each constellation actually is having a link um, with specific months. Each constellation. So one constellation will not necessarily be like one month as in January only, no. But it has a specific 
span. One constellation is from one to 20, 28 or 30 days. So one constellation actually in its sense is 30 days. 30 days. One constellation is 30 days. And 30 days actually is one month. 30 days actually in its sense is one month. Are you getting the picture here? We are about to calculate something, so follow me. I'm about to let you understand something. So follow me, ba. Good. So now, we have 12 constellations. And each constellation has 30 days, 30 days, 30 days. And when you pick, so when you begin to count all the days, from one, from the first constellation to the 12th constellation, 30 times 12 is going to give you what? Those of you with calculators. Three hundred and sixty. Now, have you realized that when you are drawing a circle, what is the original circumference of a circle? The original circumference of a circle is 360. And all the days, that is why when the sun revolves around the earth, it revolves around the earth once. It is called 360 degrees revolution. And that is when we say it is one year. Are you getting the picture now? Exactly. Good. Now, what is circle? What is a particular circle? I've let, made you understand this. The one we say God is the beginning and the end. We are not talking about a straight line. Where God will begin from A and he will end at B. No. When we say God is the beginning and the end, we are actually picking this in the sense of drawing a circle. And when we are drawing a circle, where you begin the circle is the same place you come to end. Have you realized that? Those are when we used to do construction in JHS. Good. So, 360 actually, 360 degrees actually is speaking of the beginning and the end dimension of God. Follow me, pa. Good. Now, we have 12 constellations. And these 12 constellations, 
Okay, let me give a certain scripture before we come to where I'm talking about. So please, first, get what we have said. Twelve constellations. And the twelve constellations, each, each one of them is divided into like days, as in 30 days. Now, we call something decans. Decans. Decans actually is speaking of divide. When you pick one constellation, you are dividing it into 10. As in, you are, you are, um, I don't know how to explain this for you to understand. When you pick one constellation, you are putting 10 days on one side, 10 days on another side, 10 days. So that means how many tens are you going to get in one constellation? Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to Okay, let me come again. Let me come again. Follow me. Where we have gotten to know, you need strange, serious focus and wisdom. I, I'm, I will tell you the reason why I said you need serious focus and wisdom. Now, follow me. Follow me. There are 12 constellations. They are called terrestrial constellations around the earth. And out of these 12 constellations, we determine the months of the year, the days and the year in itself and I said one constellation is up to 30 days one constellation up to 30 days but there is something called decans the decan of a constellation the decan of a constellation the decan of a constellation is what actually happens in 10 days in each constellation It is, so it ranges from 10 days to 10 days to 10 days. So if one constellation has 30 days and we are breaking it into decans, how many decans are we going to get in one constellation? And the decans actually speaks of we are breaking it into 10. As in 10 days, 10 days, 10 days. We are going to get three, exactly. 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 Uh-huh. So one constellation has three decans. Three decans. Now, among the three decans, what they do here is this. Are you are you all following me? Good. Now the devil has made it in a way perfectly that he has a being or a god that rules over every 10 days every 10 days so now if one day can one if one constellation is divided into three decans, then how many decans are there going to be in the 12 constellations? Check for me. 36 decans. So there are actually going to be 36 gods 
that are ruling over the entire world in a day, like in a year. Now, all these gods combine their power. All these gods, they combine their power. So the one that is ruling over the first 10 days will bring his power, and the one ruling over the second, so gradually, 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 gradually. So now, so begin to add them. One. So 36 decans, so you are going to add one decan plus two, plus three, plus four, plus five, plus six, plus seven, so plus 36. Then you will know the entire power when we combine all the powers of all the gods that rules over the days, we are going to get a particular number. So we have 36 decans. So begin to add them. 1 plus 2 plus 3 plus 4 plus 5 plus 6 plus 7 plus 8 plus 9 till plus 36. And get me the answer here. Are you done? What is the answer? What is the answer? 666 So this 666 that the Bible spoke about It is not actually a number we mention It is a number we use wisdom and understanding to calculate If you don't know these things How would you know what 666 means? 666 actually is speaking of the combination Of the powers of all the gods That the devil has released among the stars And among the moon To rise against God and his creation Now, let us read something from the book of Revelations. The book of Revelations. Chapter 13, verse 18. The book of Revelations, chapter 13, verse 18. The Bible said, Here is wisdom. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast. And that word count there is the num is the is the word calculate. Here 
is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred and sixty-six. The Bible said, "Here is wisdom. Let him that has understanding count the number." That means that that number. You see, this is why many people don't understand the Bible. The person that wrote the scripture said, Let him that has understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and the number is 666. That 666 that the person has wrote, he said, The one that has understanding can count. It is not supposed to be said. See, I can't, we have mentioned it, 666. That is not what the person is saying. If it is to be mentioned 66 and the person has just written it there, what understanding again do you need to count it? What understanding do you need again to count it? But he said, a man that must understand this number first must have understanding and wisdom so that he can count. So the number must be counted, not to be said. You can't so how can you read the thing? How can you calculate the number? It is a hidden secret of the dark world. And you see people, they have, they have written 666 on their forehead. And you see they say, hey, me, I won't get close to, to this person. You don't understand. You don't really understand what it means. The number is not supposed to be written. It is a deep calculation. And only those who have wisdom and understanding can count. And look at what the, the Bible said. The Bible said that that number is the number of a man. So which man? Now, if you study well, you realize that the Quran, the Quran, that the um, the Muslims have it is a code it is a code and the code number of the Quran in its absolute sense is 666 and I'm going to break things down for you to understand so follow me hmm. I want somebody to do this. Somebody should go to Google right now. Google. Somebody should go to Google and type Allah and 666. Allah and 666. Allah and 666. When it comes, go to where the images are and you see the 666 in Greek and the Allah in Arabic and see the difference whether there will be any difference so go go to Google and search right now I wish we were all in one place so that I and I wish this place to we could show pictures and stuff thank you Holy Ghost
Moses, Moses said, Reverend, they are the same. Okay. Hmm. No, just type Allah and 66. Exactly. In the name of Allah is the same as 66. And in the name of Allah is the is,、um, Arabic word Bismillah. Bismillah. So most of you have heard Bismillah, you will command Rahim, those kind of things. Bismillah. In the name of Allah. It is the same as 66. And you see, when we say in the name of Jesus, what we are trying to do is that we are actually bringing the power. And that power is in the name. And the name actually of God is a strong tower. So, when you say Bismillah, you are invoking the power that is at the topmost part of the tower, even in Islam. And that topmost part of the tower is the power that is from the stars and the moon combined. They are picking everything of God, people of God. I'm telling you, I said,、eh, the devil, what the devil is doing, the devil has nothing. Whatever God has is what the devil is faking. And when you check the Quran and Islamic eschatology, we'll talk about that. Eschatology speaks of the end times. When you check Islam, there are three main places on the surface of the earth that are holy places. Three main places on the surface of the earth that are holy places. The first one is Mecca, the second one is Medina, and the last one is Jerusalem. 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 And according to the eschatology of Islam, when you look at Islam very well, according to Islam, follow me. According to Islam, according to Islam, they were dead, and a black stone appeared from heaven and moved straight to a particular place. Black stone. And they built a big temple. That they call mosque around it. And they call that place the Kaaba. The Kaaba. Now, what they do is that they, anytime they go for a pilgrimage, you move from wherever you are, your country, and you go to Mecca. You go about that Kaaba for seven times. Then you kiss the black stone. That came from heaven. You kiss it. And kissing is a, form, is a form of worship. So you are worshiping that black stone. And according to Islamic eschatology, that black stone, a day is coming that there is a particular being called Al Dajjal. According to Islam, that Al Dajjal is like a devil that will try to fight. And 
the assignment of that devil is to come and grab that black stone but that black stone its destination actually is not supposed to really be in mecca but the destination of that black stone is supposed to be in jerusalem no wonder islam has an agenda against israel specifically jerusalem because when you look at the universe of god the center of god's universe when you are looking at it from god's perspective assassins we are seeing the center in filthy center of the universe of god is jerusalem and anybody that gains power over that place can gain power over all the corners of the earth so their main agenda is against jerusalem so when you go to israel right now that mount olives where jesus sat and said blessed are the meek for they shall this and he spoke about the beatitude that mount called mount olives when you go to israel right now they have built a mosque on that mountain They have built a mosque. In fact, when you go to Israel, where Jesus' tomb was, where Jesus was buried, the person that sits in front of that place and takes money is a Muslim. What is the plan of the devil? What is the plan of the devil? And look at this. Islam started in Genesis chapter 11. It is not now. It was the devil's idea. When the people of this world started building a tower. And God himself descended. He knew that these people have understood something great about me. And that is they are mimicking my name and the power in my name. See? And I said one time I was listening to one guy who was in occultism and he had repented and is now a Christian. He said, in all the spheres, in all the realms of darkness, whether you are a witch, whether you are a wizard, whether you are Freemason, occult, any, any dimension of, of, of the dark world that you belong to, they give you an Islamic name. What is the meaning of this? Don't see Islam as a normal thing. Mobi nada that Islam is is you are not, you are not knowledgeable. You don't understand. They are creatures of God, like we also are, and they need to be converted to Christ. I have never seen a Christian that said I will not be a Christian again, but I will be a Muslim. And his family said, we won't be a Muslim, dear. 
will kill you. It, it, will, it will never happen anywhere in Christian homes. It won't happen. They won't. Becklin, it is never true. It is never true. How can we all worship the same God and our, our God says that he has a son and the, our God is saying that he has no son? It's a lie. It's a big lie. That is the biggest lie that the enemy can lie anybody. And that many believers, oh, catch, that is what they have believed. They don't really understand the scriptures. And many Christians who have not got, like, had time to look into the Quran to see what Muslims are saying about them. And come on, come on, I'm telling you, the same people will say, Oh, yeah, 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 for we are worshiping the same God. Go and see what Boko Haram is doing. They can enter a particular church with, with bomb and explosives and kill everybody. When did you see Christians taking knives to enter into mosques to go and kill people? So, both, both of us, why is it my peace? Why is it my peace? But they are saying Islam means peace. Look at the way ISIS will behead people because those people are Christians. When did you see Christians beheading people because they are Muslims? When? And let me tell you, the attack, the attack of the devil and Islam actually is against Christians and the Jews. Because they know, because Jerusalem is the center of God's universe. Anything that happens to Israel will happen to Christians because Christians are actually the spiritual Israel. Those of us who joined us at Atria, I think I explained this into details for you to understand why we became um, spiritual Israel. And there are still Christians who don't even know this. Nonsense. Who told you that is what it means? The thing is fighting you see you, you don't know. You don't even know. Anything that tries to mimic God, Anything that tries to mimic Christ and it is not Christ is a fake Christ, and a fake Christ is an antichrist. So, Islam, every this antichrist, antichrist, antichrist that the Bible speaks about, it is Islam. Islam is the antichrist. Today, I just laid the foundation. God willing, <laughs> Berkeley said, I'm in shock. You'll be in shock. The scriptures said it clearly. And there are many truths I'm going to bring out. I'm telling you. From Jerusalem to Mecca is 666 nautical miles. When you are traveling by air from Jerusalem, to Mecca, 666 nautical miles. 
Ukwensini 666. These people know, and they, let me tell you, 666 is a great code. Ah, many of you don't understand. Those who have gone deep in occultism, when they begin to chant with the secret of 666, what they call is that the Satan himself appears. Islam is Satan's ultimate power against God and his people. The combination of the devil's power is Islam. And Islam is called the mystery Babylon. The mystery Babylon. The mystery Babylon. And God willing, tomorrow I'm going to go deeper into letting you understand the mystery Babylon so that you know that Babylon is Babylon actually, which is. The tower that the people wanted to build. And then you know what Babylon's assignment, the Bible called it the Harlot, the great mystery Babylon, Babylon the Harlot, that all the kings of this world have had fornications with. What does it mean? For the kings of this world to have fornications with Babylon, we will explain all these things, God willing, tomorrow. Let me take some few questions. If there is any part of what we have talked about that you don't understand, kindly let me know. We'll go very deep into the Quran, God willing, tomorrow. And I'll open your eyes on so many things. By the special grace of God. Any question? Junior said, Professor, please upload the message. I'm going to upload. I'm going to upload. I know a lot of Muslims will call me. When they call, I'll, I'll sit them down and we'll talk. We'll talk. When they bring Blantyne, I'll also bring the Holy Ghost. And we shall see fire for fire. When we say Bismillah, I'll also say Akum Itumu Akapaliyatas Egodomolo Ukuma. We will see the one that will run away. God punish the devil. So now the question is, man of God, so if I meet a Muslim, what am I supposed to do? Because some of my friends are Muslims. Man of God, so what am I, are, you, are you trying to say we should hate them? No. Don't hate them. Jesus said, love your enemies. And the love for your enemies, you are supposed to convert them to Christ. But let me tell you, where some people have gotten to in this Islam, you, you cannot convert them. Leave them alone. Especially those who are the Malams. Those who are the Sheikhs. Those who are the Imams, they really know what Islam stands for, and they know indeed Islam has no way close or connected to Christians. In fact, the greatest enemy of Christians 
is actually Islam. They know, pa, they know. They know. Beckley said, Is there a hidden meaning in the hijab they wear? I teach in an Islamic school, and all the students are made to wear it, including Christians. Hmm. There are, there are certain, certain hidden secrets in everything that Muslims would do. Strange hidden secrets in everything that these people would do. And don't worry, I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what I'm saying. Aha, and she cried. Oh, man, I got to say, Ah, Mina, she matari. Mean she. I didn't hear. Jesus, woho. My God, my God, my God. The devil is in trouble. I'm asking Jesus, woho, or Bepama, mommy. Now, let me tell you something. Let me tell you one secret. Hey. Islam. Have you seen that Muslims are seriously blessed? Especially when it comes to wealth. They are damn blessed. Omu was kapapa. And it's all because their great, 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 great grandfather is Abraham. And God said that inside Abraham will all nations be blessed. So they connect to the covenant of Abraham according to blessings. Because God Himself, He blessed God blessed Ishmael. God blessed Ishmael and his children. God blessed them. But understand, the time where God was releasing blessings upon Ishmael, Ishmael had not joined himself to the God of his mother, which is La, which we have Allah. And God's blessings are also based on covenants. So God can quickly change his mind. It is a covenant that he made with Abraham. Hmm. Hmm. Oh yeah, Christians, we are also blessed. We are more than blessed, God. We are more than blessed. I know many of you are thinking, hey, so all these things were there and I did not know. You have been saying six, six, six. Then, uh, my dear, listen, by the time we are done with this whole series, we are at the end time teaching, so we'll destroy this rapture thing. 
then you understand. Sure, they do that. They give. They give. And it is a command in their Quran. There are certain things that when you do, Allah will bless you. So they will do it. The first thing, when you give to the poor. Second thing, when you kill a non Muslim. <laughs> when you kill a non Muslim, Allah will bless you. When you even die in the midst of killing somebody that is not a Muslim, Allah will bless you. So they can put explosive bombs in their pockets and go and sit in the church and booyam. They'll kill everybody in the church, including themselves. They are waiting for a reward in front of Allah. Okay. Ah, they said you marry seven virgins in heaven. Oh, okay. Let me tell you, some men of God are aware of these things I'm talking to you about, but they are afraid. They are afraid to teach. Some of them are aware, but they are afraid to teach. Some too don't know. And let me tell you, one thing about Islam is that they want to quickly multiply in number and choke Christians. That is why they are allowed to marry up to four. So now look at this. Every city you enter, there is Zongo there. Every city, there is a place for Muslims. Every city. Yes, they can marry, give birth to plenty of children, so that they will not even have money to take care of them, but they have given birth to them a year. And they will raise their kids with some aggressive mentality. Sometimes two children, two children, one Muslim, one um, one Christian, or maybe any normal person, they will just have a, a small quarrel, and it can turn to a, a, a certain religious war. Said their women are right, raising against police. Oh, it will not stand. It will not stand. It is. It is in the Quran. It will not stand. No woman in in Islamic religion can change what the Quran has said. If they joke, they, they can kill them. According to. Oh yes, according to is. Uh, oh God willing, uh, I'm going to bring out a lot of Quran verses for you to understand. Jennifer said that their God is big to have a son. So please, do they have forgiveness? Are we all going to be judged by God or they will be judged by their God? Ah, is it God that made them or their God made them? It is, it is God, the creator, that made them. So judgment is, the, is in the hands of the creator, not, in the, not their God. Their God is the devil. So when they die, they are going back to their God, which is the devil. And that is actually the judgment God has given to them. 
Jennifer, did you get that? Good. Where you subject your soul to is very, very important. That is why if you're a Christian, because there's so many things moving around trying to break your faith from Christ. So many things. And let me tell you, as the years go by, Islam is going to be strengthened. But it is in the strengthening of Islam that we who are close to God and are focusing on God, we can master the grace of God and the Spirit of God will come upon us and we will do mighty things for God. I'm telling you, at that point, it's not going to, it, will, it, will, it will become dimensional power. When Islam will bring cutlass, they want to cut your head. They cut them, they shoot you, you don't die. At that point, you have been changed. This is what we say true rapture. You have missed it. You have missed it. You realize that by the time we finish talking about it, you see that scriptures will be connecting to scriptures. After now, you are not running to heaven anyway. And there is a battle ahead of us. It is called the Battle of Armageddon. And in that battle, Satan's serious power will come. And the Christians will also fight. And the fight is not going to be that Satan is on this side and we are on this side and we are, we are throwing, we will using, we'll be using um, cutlass and swords to fight. No, no. It is when the devil will try to come against us in so many ways. But by then, our bodies have been changed from mortality to immortality. And we can resist the devil. We can resist the devil. They throw anything at us, it doesn't get close to us because by then our glorious body has come upon us. This is why Paul said, We groan that our body, which is in heaven, will come upon us like a tent so that whatever they throw against us will not work. If you are living with a normal human body, they will conquer you because you have cut people's heads who are Christians and the people, the head of the people were able to cut. But when we, we zoom, it's you, your main purpose right now is to pray fast. Keep praying in tongues. Let your faith be strong in the Lord. Malaria came to a big one in the hospital for two weeks. Malaria, malaria. You better stand. This is why the apostles were engaging in higher dimensions of God. I'm telling you, they could fast, pray. Fire flew to a bombay. Let the glory on the inside of you appear. You are you are too weak. When certain things are launched against you, that is when you will know that you can't stand. Understand these things. That war is not going to be world war like shootings and bombs. No. No. And that world too, what is going to happen? The devil has a lot of dimensional powers. But Islam is the ultimate power of the devil. And Islam, when all the 666 power of all the gods come together, they form a particular shape of a woman. And that woman is called Babylon. And that woman actually... Is the goddess of the moon, the goddess of the moon, Babylon. 
So the Bible, the Bible says, Babylon is the, the, she is the great whore, the great harlot. Idea. Babylon is strong, but Christ is the strongest. Let your focus be on Christ. He's the solid rock, eternal rock of ages. Hey, there is none that can be compared unto him. Nobody mimics him and stands. Not at all. Not at all. Not at all. That is why in Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar built an image and said everybody should bow to that image. What was Nebuchadnezzar trying to do? He was the first king of Babylon. Nebuchadnezzar, the first king of Babylon. What? Who was Nebuchadnezzar? And according to the vision that he saw, he saw a certain statue, and the statue had the head of gold. And when Daniel was interpreting the dream that he saw, he said, The head of gold actually is you, is the Babylonian kingdom. They are stronger than any other kingdom. Stronger than any other kingdom. It is the, the kingdom that seriously fights against God. And it is gold. So you know gold. They have wealth and riches. And you know what gold stands for? Gold, sta- in the spirit, gold stands for glory. Glory. So all this, and you know glory? The glory is speaking of the name of God. So exactly on point, every attack of these people is against God's name. People of God, we need to understand these things. So now, man of God, how am I going to relate to Muslims? Oh, so simple. So simple. When you come across a Muslim, talk to him about Christ. Talk to him about Christ. Talk to him about Christ. Study the Quran to a point. Just get a little. I'm going to give you key points on how to evangelize to Muslims. Oh, yes. Once you go to Mecca and you return, they give you a name. If you are a man, what is the name they give you? Al-Haji. And if you are a woman, what is the name they give you? Hajia. Okay. So go and look for the meaning of these names. Al-Haji and Hajia. And you will know when they return, these people come with strange wealth. The kind of respect that people would give to them. Let me tell you, according to Islam, the black stone that is in Mecca, in the Kaaba, the original 
position of that black stone is supposed to be in Jerusalem. So Islam is finding its way to occupy entire Jerusalem, which is the center of God's universe. And once they are able to occupy that place, that means they have gained the entire earth. Because the source and the strength of every circle is the center. All right. God bless you. God bless you. And keep you strong. God willing tomorrow. God willing tomorrow. Today I just came to lay a foundation. I came to lay a foundation. Get your Qurans ready. We'll go deeper into the Quran. Then we'll attach the Bible to it and some historical proofs for you to understand all these things. God bless. Today is just a foundation. I'm going to tell you that 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 I'm going God bless you. All right, so let me take some few questions before we close. Someone said they have the habit of not allowing Christians to discipline their children. Oh, their children, you can't go and discipline them. Yeah, I'm going to bear fights this year. Sure, I'm going to upload the message, don't worry. Any question? Jackie, how are you doing? It's been a while. You have shown your, your father. Hey. Lynn Mary, I pray for you. May the hand of the Lord touch you right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Healing is your right. I pray, receive it. In Jesus' precious mighty name, you are healed. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Call it done. Amen. All right. All right. Then Mary, get, get Mary, get water. Get water right now. Hey, Jackie. Okay, well, if that is what you are saying, you, come and meet, you will come and meet me on campus. The first things you will fast. <laughs> Don't beg me. Not at all. Oh, no question. Okay, you have the water. Father, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. There is the token that your daughter is about to take. As this water is administered, I declare, let it wash away every bands in Jesus' precious mighty name. It carry your power that will heal her right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. All right. Drink as much as you can and rest small. God bless you. Said, Papa, what is it about their fast that makes it able to even to be even postponed 
Oh yeah, we'll talk about all these things, God willing, tomorrow. And in Chi, they have a certain name for the fasting. Can somebody in Chi? If you want to understand the fasting, the key word for their fasting now, nah, it can really help you. Chiriya, chiriya, chiriya. That means the thing hits the sun. Why? God willing, tomorrow you understand. <laughs> God willing, tomorrow you understand. Because actually, it was the sun, the moon, and the stars that God made, but they have neglected the sun and they have picked only the moon and the stars. Why? Because Jesus Christ is called the Son of Righteousness with healing in his wings. <laughs> You understand things better. Divine said, Papa, pray for me before I leave for school. When are you going to school? When are you going to school? Oh, let the questions keep coming on. Or you, you all want to wait for tomorrow. Ninth. Ninth is when? Saturday. Okay. I pray for you. May the hand of the Lord shield you and cover you even as you are going to school. I pray that the Lord will go ahead of you. Your life will not change to the negative way. But the Lord will keep you focused to Him. And surely you will fulfill the will of God. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. All right, God bless you. Okay, let me take last two questions. So, Divine, which school are you going? Are you a fresher? Okay, which school? You are coming to UCC. Oh, fine. Get ready eh? for fasting and prayer. Your ribs will break. I'm already here waiting for you. Don't worry. When you come, you meet me. Bye. God bless you, divine. It looks like many of you are shocked, so you can't ask questions. How many of you here are also coming to UCC? You are also a fresher coming to UCC. Let me know. When I remember, say, Papa, please, is it a mystery that when they go to Mecca, they must be wealthy? Oh, yes. They know what they go to do there. They know. They know what they do with the Zamzam water, and they know what they do by kissing. God willing, tomorrow I will take you. Now, I'm not trying to here to look like we are Muslims. We'll go deep into their Islamic things and we'll go deep also into the scriptures, how the scriptures actually counter all these things for you to understand. You'll go deeper. In fact, the Muslims, Krampa, Omuye Muslim, they don't know what we are talking about. I'm telling you.
They don't know what is in Mecca. They don't know what is in Medina. They don't know all those places. They don't know. Then the Quran said, please, why is it that when a Christian slaughter a chicken, the Muslims, they want the food. But when the Muslims slaughter a cow or a chicken, as for we Christians, we eat their food. Does it have a spiritual implication against either Muslims or Christians? He said, why is it that when the Christians slaughter a chicken, the Muslims, they won't eat. Uh, okay, they won't eat. Okay, <laughs> you now you know. Before, when, before they, about, they kill or slaughter anything, I mean the Muslims, they will lay hands on that particular animal. Yeah, before they, um, they kill any animal, they lay hands on the animal. And sometimes they will cut certain parts of the animal and put it somewhere before they lay hands. After they have killed the animal, then they lay hands. And they will just release curses. All the things around them that is not good. They, that is how they say, then that is the one they will share to people but the one way that's what they will eat they know what they do not all muslims do that not all muslims do that <laughs> that comes and then some of us have chopped cases <laughs> Those times, one of my friends, a tight friend, was a Muslim. Hey, na sala dua, me dimrikana makomufi, because this sala nam, me chance in kura me say boi trespassing, me because this sala nam. Hey, hmm. Lack of knowledge. May God have mercy on us all. But let me take questions. Let me take questions. Okay, Gloria said, Papa, I am told they name children by killing a goat. Can you please help us know why? Oh yeah, they know what they are doing. Homie. They know what they are doing. When they are naming, they will kill goats. And the same thing they do with the goat during Salah, that is what they do. Musobi Ebedia Kranenim say, 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 they will put it in. And in fact, most of the times, the goat that they will kill, during the naming ceremony, they will not even eat any of them. It is the people that will come and have one on the banner. Hey, I'm ready. 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 I'm ready.
Gloria said, so please, does the goat have anything to do with the child after that? Oh. What they do actually is for. Exactly. What they do actually is that the curses that will come on the child, any negative thing that will come on the child as the child is growing, they are going ahead of the child to release all those negative things and they are putting it inside that goat. So anybody that eats of it, actually what is happening is that whatever was supposed to happen to the child will now happen to the person that eats it. Mm, yeah, nah. that is why some people some people have been arrested they've been arrested we, people don't understand why this guy was arrested for all you know but there is something greater than all their plans when you lay hands and you pray. Sene go bianco and ton and chinam vanye eida. You go nan chinam ya dana mo koto toninano eye Muslims ane. Kubianko to hausa kuku enida. The mother of the child is not supposed to be at the naming. Yeah. Yeah. Because if you are looking for proper watchy, proper watchy, these people, they will the the watchy. My God. Now you are about to break my fast. The way they still will pass through your nostrils, you speak in tongues by force. Charlie, they sit they sit alone. Oh Jesus. Don't worry. When you buy, you lay hands and pray. Jesus. Hey, when you come to Kumasi, those times there was a place one woman be a Muslim was out on Tafo. Kumasi ni feni diyehu, diyehu. Kuvadia. You be in your house and the aroma of the food. You see, the diyehu kran, they use the, the, the soup. They use broom to do it. God bless you, Ralph. God bless yourself. Broom, broom. Sometimes... We try to broom no more. They are proud of them. No more. You dey abba. Yeah, they are here. Yeah. We are now cut off. Hey, you see. Let me tell you. About 60% of Muslims, you know, they also think that they are worshipping the same God with the Christians. 
But the brilliant himself is not true. The brilliant himself is not true. Most of them know that no, they are not worshiping the same God as the Christians. And they fight Christians a lot. They hate Christians. When you step on any of any Muslim's toes, now realize they say you are a Christian. Ask Kupulakatayas. Okay, God bless you. If there is no other question, then we will call it a day today. We just laid a foundation. God willing, tomorrow we'll delve deeper into some heavier and weightier matters. All right. Said Papa, is it laziness? It is not laziness that makes Christians to say that we are wishing. It is ignorance. They don't know. They don't study. Now, you Christians, what is written in the Bible for us to study ourselves? They don't know. Why wouldn't they, they just listen to any external voice and they believe? They believe. And in fact, some men of God too are so ignorant and dumb, just a bone, a bone, sir. Say some of them put something in front before they will pray. In front of what? Is it as in mat or something? Is it the mat? Auntie, is it the mat? Until you are in Kuwait, right? You, you are in Kuwait. Okay, yeah, the mat. They will put something on the mat before they pray. What is that? Oh, I see. You are in Kuwait. I see. Then talk to some of your Arab Arab people and tell them that I want to talk to them so they should come and listen. They should come and listen. You will catch one of them and decode issues. Deliver the person. The person will convert to a Christian. 
Then the money that they have, we will take all the money and do crusade. In his Kakra in Amyajuma. Okay, God bless you. God bless you all and keep you strong. So, finally, finally, when you hear Allah in your ears, Allah actually is 666. Allah is the combination of the devil's power. Allah is the combination of the devil's, all the powers of the devil in the heavens from the stars and the moon that fight against God's kingdom agenda. So, get that and never be deceived. That Christians and Muslims are worshiping the same God. The God of Christians have a son and he is in three dimensions. But the God of Muslims that they call Allah says he does not have a son and he says he doesn't have any other dimension. That means these gods are not the same. The Muslims will call Allah the creator of the universe. To them, that is it. But it is not true because we know that our God is the creator. All right, to understand some of these things and keep focusing, the Lord will be a great blessing to your life in Jesus' mighty name. God willing, tomorrow we are going to delve deeper into some matters. We'll go into the mystery Babylon, we'll understand Babylon in its fullness, then we'll go into the matters of the Quran deeply to let you know what Muslims say about Christians. You will be very shocked, and then you will know that we are not brethren. We are only human beings that God created. But one has subjected himself to the devil and one has subjected himself to God. So we try to convert them. If we convert and they decide not to be converted, you leave them alone. Then you move on. All right. God bless you and keep you all strong in Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. The Lord bless you. We shall meet God willing. tomorrow in the afternoon for lunch prayer fire and in the evening for our teaching service god bless you and keep you all strong bye bye if you want to support god's work the ministry the number is 0240 3125510240 3125510240 3125510240 god bless you and keep you all strong in jesus mighty name i'm going to upload the message right from here so please if you missed certain parts you can go and download then you listen to it god bless you bye bye
All right, God bless you. We shall meet God willing tomorrow in the afternoon for lunch prayer fire and in the evening for a continuation of our teachings. God bless you. Bye bye. You don't, you don't, you don't.